0: um okay guys so today we're going to release another podcast and this is again a little bit of a a special one uh due to obviously the whole stuff the situation with the the coronavirus and and this this podcast is somewhat selfish because i'm looking for this information as well so i'm looking to learn in this situation and i'm hoping that by the end of this conversation uh people in the, the fitness industry you know if you are a, a business owner maybe you work for a gym maybe you are related to the fitness industry you're working in the, the fitness industry this is something unprecedented that you probably haven't experienced before like I know a lot of people are new or uh, relatively new in the fitness industry in terms of they're in their 20s maybe 30s and you know the last recession financial crisis was like 2008 so you may not have experienced uh, that situation or a situation like this, so I'm not a business expert, so I'm going to refer yeah. to someone that is a business expert, and that is why we are bringing on Phil Graham here. And um, so, Phil, take it away. Who are you? What do you do? Uh, and how can you help effectively? I'm good, Patty.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. I know how much time it takes to put these podcasts together and contribute. And from what I've heard, you guys have did a great job of that. So. Long story short, today I just want to provide a straight up, no nonsense sort of rapid response, uh, support, help, advice, and some key nuggets for the trainers out there, gym owners out there. Uh, long story short, of being in the fitness industry, thirty two. You know, I've been in it since I've been literally nineteen. Had um, quite a journey, being the whole way from personal trainer to one of the first online coaches in the UK, to author, to building communities in the world of diabetes, health, in education, and Gradually and naturally and organically drifted into the whole business realm because I had so many coaches that used to come and train with me as a personal trainer. And I went into the business realm because they were wanting to know how to attract more clients, grow their business, etc. So that's the short on me. Let's talk about the big, big priority. So we've got a situation on our hands that nobody knows how to deal with. Uh, two, there's a lot of misinformation out there, a lot of panic. And when you put the facts together, here's, here's the reality. A lot of businesses are shutting down. A lot of the public don't want to mingle with other people. And as a result of that, they are keeping their distance, not going to gyms, uh, not turning up for the personal training sessions. So gyms are at risk of closing. Personal trainers are at risk of losing a gym to train out of. And clients are also not attending the gym or the personal training session. So you've got a whole mix of things going on and personal trainers don't whether they're coming. Gym owners don't know whether they're coming. They don't to stay open. And there's a whole goal of lingo right now. So there's a massive amount of uncertainty. And I think a, a couple of things that you've really got to bear in mind with this whole situation right now is that you've really got to guard your inputs in, in terms of what you're looking at, right? Um, I did a ruthless cull of my Facebook the other day. Anything that I see that is just throwing my mind or making me think in a different way that's negative or anything that's sort of like a joke with a jag or anything like that, I'm just eliminating as I go, right? I think mental health and clarity and perspective is a big, big thing right now and speed of implementation as well. And when you're clouded with all these mixed messages of misinformation from people that don't respect the science, don't respect the facts, there's a very high chance that you're going to get caught up in that, get caught up in your head and going to think that you're going to go broke. Right. So you've got to really sh- switch on your executive vendor and get focused on what can you do with the time, the resources that you have available. So I'm going to let you uh, pick apart questions, scenarios and stuff like that. The broad perspective is with the situation right now, it's relatively serious in terms of what it's going to do for our health as individuals. I think that needs to be covered first because everybody's worried about their fucking income. Everybody's worried about their clients, but they're not actually looking at themselves. There is a potential if you have an underlying health condition that this thing will potentially cause issues. And a big, big thing you've got to look at first is making sure that you are protected against this virus. Because if you get the virus and you get a cold, you've then got double the problems, right? So we're all in this sort of like risk protection thing right now in terms of like how can we you protect your business? Think about first protecting yourself. Then you can go into looking at the business stuff. Right? So I think general hygiene, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to preach to the choir. You know more about this stuff than me. General hygiene, looking after yourself first, immune system, all that kind of stuff, then attend to the business. So I'm going to let you fire a few questions. We're live here on Instagram as well. And I know we're getting uh, a lot of questions here. But, guys, if you're listening, listen up to the questions, and I'm going to try and work with uh, the two platforms. So, Paddy, fire away questions or scenarios in terms of what you want to ask me um and i'm sure i'll, I'll go off on, on some tangents but i'll keep some structure to it
0: so so the first the first question because we did a little poll on instagram and stuff already and this was this was people are basically looking for leadership right and it relates directly to what you're saying there first like you need to look after your own health because if you look after your own health by yeah. extension you're looking after everyone's health right so with this the, the, the question we got a lot was like, should I stay open? Like, should I be open? Now, obviously, this this is a question that, like, you can't give the answer. You can't tell the exact thing that someone needs to do. But people right now, they're, they're looking at government guidelines. They're listening to other business owners. They may be worried. They're like, if I don't stay open, yeah. then my cash flow is gone. You know, my business is potentially gone. So, yeah. How do people navigate that first initial thing? Like, should they stay open? Because obviously, you know, if you have a pr- private studio or whatever, you could potentially stay open. You know, maybe your clients don't. Yeah. Client. So, how do you navigate so, that?
1: Here's the way.
0: Here's the way I know.
1: That. Things that we've got to consider. Mix of gym owners saying to themselves, "Should I stay open or should I close?" Now, the problem with staying open is this. You've got a proportion of members that want to train and don't care. You've then got a proportion of members that do not want to come to the gym and subsequently don't feel the value in paying rent and may have lost their job and are trying to protect their income. So you're then in a scenario where you've got smaller numbers and you've sort of got this mixed bag of emotions. You know what to do, and then you're paying rates and rents on top of that. So the problem with that is is that if you're keeping it open for some people, it's going to take up your time and resources, which means that the people who don't want to train, who are scared to train, you can't serve. On top of that, you've got clear indication that you're still operating a business and can still operate a profit, right? We had a gym owner in one of our bordering groups that's still running with 150 members strong. Majority of the members are still showing up. They're busy, right? We've had other ones that have had like a 70% don't want to be there. 30% want to be there. So, Here's the way I see it. If you are going to stay open, you've got to be prepared for a proportion of your clients that aren't going to be there, and you've got to weigh up your costs, your rates, your rents versus the people that do want to stay there versus the people that don't. Now, the beauty of closing is that you put all memberships on pause. You also let your landlord know that you're not utilizing the building, and you approach them and you ask them, can I pause the rates or the rent? And that, in turn, gives breathing space. And in respect to that, when you pause that, you can get the clients leverage them into a, a Facebook group. We're, we're proactively encouraging trainers to do that now and run whole workouts and community build and stuff like that. And the support from your, your community or your clients is going to be really, really extreme with that. It'll be the odd dickhead that says they want a refund or they want to do this or they want to do that. But the reality is uh, if you ask, particular group, hey guys, look if you want the gym to still be there when you quit or when this is all over, um, here's what it's going to cost for the month in respect to it. And it's a discounted fee. And it's still bringing some cash flow. One of our clients uh inside border did that and literally generated over 4K within the space of a day. And all his clients were very supportive of it. Right. So that's an option where uh you can go to the landlord and say, look, I'm gonna to have to shut up business. And the landlord, the last thing they want is to cripple your business so that that means that you can't stay there, and then they have to look for another tenant inside the midst of this chaos. So you've gotta look at it as a win-win, and you've gotta look at how can you leverage the situation, right? On the other hand, if you're gonna stay open, a lot of people are worried about how they're gonna look in the community if they stay open. Here's the fucking thing, nobody in a year's time is gonna go, well, Patty stayed open for seven extra days in the coronavirus, what a money-grabbing bastard, right? <laughs> That's inside your own head. If you're it's legally allowed to be open, you're following the regulars, right. you're keeping people's health, get on with operating. But again, you've got to weigh up the proportion of people that are staying versus the people that aren't. And it's a it's a an entirely individual context specific situation. Um, but that's my thoughts on it.
0: Yeah, like a hundred percent. Like that's kind of what I've been saying too. Like, obviously, I, I'm in an area where there are a lot of gyms and there are a lot of individuals doing like they have private facilities. Like all the gyms, pretty much, like the, the the big box gyms, whatever, they've pretty much closed down. But obviously, there's a lot of facilities around that are smaller studios or you know more CrossFit style gyms, and a lot of them have been able to stay open, either offering reduced classes like because the, obviously they, they they can't get over 100 or whatever in, and they normally have busy classes or reduced timetable maybe they only do two classes per day now um rather than the, the normal 50 or whatever it was they were doing beforehand and um, and effectively like it's actually I, I actually think it's quite refreshing seeing how much the community has like kind of come together and been like okay how can we all support each other the, the whole fit fam or whatever you want to call it Are like okay we're all in this situation together we all realize that like how can we support each other and how can we serve our clients well at this time and I think that ultimately is the answer to yeah. that question it's like how can you best serve your clients at this time about managing their health because again we are in the the health and fitness industry like yeah some people don't you know think of it like that but like we are part of the health and fitness industry yeah we're not nurses yeah we're not doctors yeah we're not any of those things but we should have a duty of care to people's health at this time so you effectively as a business owner again looking at what people are doing around here it, you just have to look out for how you can serve your clients and you have to make a call if staying open actually doesn't serve your clients long term because you're compromising or potentially compromising their health and the health of those around them you know
1: yeah yeah and it is one of those things where you've got to look at right you know if the vast majority of people want to stay at home and i'm only keeping up with these there's a time gap of like you know nurturing that client and keeping them inside the community. So it really is an inter-individual situation that needs to be weighed up. Um, And, you know, it's, there's no right or wrong here. It's, you know, entirely context specific. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, like let's look at what's happening right now is everybody's trying to build home workouts, right? Like I'm seeing home workouts fucking everywhere. Right. And yes, that's a valid option. We're also seeing people doing large group workouts you know, outside on the beach, in parks, all that kind of stuff. Look, the need for people's fitness is never, ever, ever going to disappear, right? People are always going to want to train. And like I've said, you've got to look at, right, what is the perspective in this situation in terms of how can you actually see opportunity in that? The fitness industry and the beauty industry are two industries that normally never, ever, ever take a massive hit during a recession, recession. or during a time like always want to feel good. Like, period, we are going to have uh, a lot of people setting about inactive bored that ultimately are going to need a gym after this. So this time period is allowing people to have the time to study, sharpen their tools, and build the systems to facilitate greater clients, okay, at, at, at the end of the day. And most fit pros don't really have a business. They've got a hobby with a few spreadsheets put together, and they win it. Right. This, this,
0: so, this actually, goes, thing, on, <laughs> this actually yeah. goes on nicely to the, the kind of next question, right? And this, when you discuss this, you kind of seem like a, a bit of a, a scumbag uh, to an extent. But I'm basically going to preface this and saying, like, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is right now, you know? Um, so w- when we're discussing that, just just keep that in mind. But the, the the question, effectively, that we got in a few times and different people were, uh, yeah, cash flow is actually not an Right now, like obviously, they're not maybe getting cash in, or their their clients maybe aren't uh, you know coming to classes or whatever. But they have a reserve of cash; they have three, six, 12 months of cash saved up, and they're closed now. They're, they're they've said to their clients, "Look, we're putting you on, we're putting you on pause. We're doing whatever. We'll support you. You know, here's some home workouts you can do, whatever. Right? But cash is not an issue right now. And um, how can someone use this time productively? to you know 10x their business like how can they use the the two-week lockdown to be like right what's going wrong with my business or how can i come out of this uh you know the two weeks Uh yeah better yeah
1: Yeah. well let's look at the perspective first of all personal trainers and gym winners are are known for notoriously overpaying too much time in their business right so in the grand scheme of things, this is giving a lot of people the opportunity to take their foot off the gas and actually go and work on things like their onboarding process, their sales, the areas that they're weak. I can't, you know, specifically go in and say where everyone's weak, but generally, with personal trainers, they have, they don't know what a system is and they also don't know how to sell. And those kind things can be worked on. and You're equipping yourself with the skills to build future wealth. You know, making a decision out of fear is probably one of the worst things that you can do. It's easy done, but when you make a decision out of fear in business, you install fear into the construct of that decision and that action and that ultimately then manifests in a problem later on, right? Um, So the worst thing that you can do right now is bury your head and feel sorry for yourself. You may need a period of doing that in order to find yourself and find out what you need. There's nothing wrong with, you know, like sitting here and thinking for a bit, but the grand scheme is you should be using that time to look at, Customer journey: uh, What happens when a customer joins? What are they given? What are they provided with? Looking at your target market, looking at all the marketing angles that you've been using today, what has been working and what hasn't been working? Um, looking at your sales stuff, working on your personal development. You know, in the grand scheme of things, Patty, right? You know, this is like a couple of weeks, right? In the grand scheme of your whole entire life, this is merely a blip. And there's a lot of lessons here that. I think business owners really need to understand is that number one, you definitely need to have cash on hand and that should be a priority in terms of saving. I always hammer on about forced savings with our clients and making sure that they've got rainy day money. Granny was right. You need rainy day money. Number two, this is forcing a lot of personal trainers who have been so busy working in their business to work on their business and take time out to build it. Like we're not going to be like sanctioned or incubated for like you know years here, right? It's a short blip in a period of time. So, you know, in many ways, shapes, and forms, it's going to allow personal trainers to solidify their service, solidify their sales, solidify their mental health, and actually get a rest from the business that they always wanted. And let's face it, most personal trainers are cash rich anyway. So they've got plenty of time to 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 their clients. And a big, big thing to realize in all this is that nobody has done anything wrong. It's not as if like you've offended someone or disserviced someone. The fact of the matter is, is that everybody's in the same situation and you could be in an awful lot sit the worst situation. You know, if you are going through a period of panic right now where you're thinking about losing your house, losing your home, and these are all thoughts that come into your head, just stop for a second and realize that you don't own a restaurant with maybe 20 or 30 staff and you haven't got rich, you haven't got rent, you haven't got taxes, you haven't got loads of this stuff that those service industries have where people are being able to stay indoors, yet they're still open to have a fuel thing. So, you know, it's about getting perspective as to where you're at and thinking about each day as you go. Um, but I mean, you know, those are the general concepts that trainers should be working on. Um, I really, really would highly recommend that, you know, as well, you focus on marketing and messaging and building your audience because there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on screen right now. Um, But I would also as well have healthy doses of social media. I have got a, a specific amount of time that I spend on social media every day. If I go beyond that, it's problematic for my mental health. And I'm sure you're the same. There's only so much that you can consume. You know, you don't want to be like a computer with so many windows open. And you don't want to like. Try to be as like, least reactive as possible. You're going to be more reactive if you're dipping in, checking things. You've got no structure. You've got no discipline. Process leads to freedom, right? That's a big, big thing If you've got process in your personal life, if you've got process in your business, then you're going to feel a lot more controlled, right? So maybe a lot of the personal trainers listening need to build some process
0: um, yeah. in your life, in
1: your personal life.
0: A hundred percent. Like uh, like you said, like most most personal trainers, again, depending on how long they've been in the industry, where they are, et cetera, et cetera, they probably have some cash on hand that, you know, they, they can weather this, you know, whether they have some savings in the bank or whether they do actually just have literal cash because, you know, personal trainers, they will literally have cash on hand. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, you know, people will probably in the industry have some money to at least weather out a few weeks of this, you know. So like I'm looking at this from the perspective of okay so how can we service the the people that follow us our, our community our tribe whatever you want to call them and obviously look after our you know clients the paying customers make sure they're getting a good service right now they have a plan of action they know where we are like this is one of those things as well where you know it, it's almost a a forced period of time where you have to work on your communication you know where it's like you have to be able to talk to your client like understand that they have fears they have worries, they have whatever, and And being able to uh, reassure them, or assure them, or whatever you want to call it, uh, of what's going on with your business, what's going on with their health and fitness journey, like what should they be focusing on, like uh, there's there's obviously, like people don't know how to train when they're at home, they they haven't done it, they've only ever learned to train in the gym, or you know, they haven't uh, sat at home all day, they don't have a and at-home business themselves so now they're not in the office and you know they don't know how to structure their diet they don't know how to structure their day so it, it is an opportunity now for you as a, a coach as a trainer whatever to work on your communication skills work on the service that you provide to these individuals that you are helping on their fitness journey but i think one of the best things you could do at this time is to reach out to other individuals either who have gone through stuff like this or like yourself. This is why we got you on, someone who is actually in the weeds of helping people with their business, you know? Like you've seen all these things before, you know, maybe you haven't seen this exact situation cuz realistically no one has. But you you've seen the problems that occur in people's businesses. You can see this flaw. It's almost as if like you're you're getting a coach to coach you through a physique transformation. Now it's like you you should look for that for your actual business. And again, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go out and buy a service or, you know, get a mentor or anything like that, but you can use the resources that are available, YouTube videos, uh, books, eBooks, PDFs, whatever, talk to other individuals like yourself and look at your business in a, Non emotional way and be like, right, if I had two weeks of free time and there was no lockdown or whatever, like, how would I have used that to better my business? And effectively, just use that time you have, you what you would have done if you had two weeks free uh, in your normal time, and use that now to better your business at the end of this.
1: Yeah, I mean, there'll be a proportion of people that will use the time. really reflect and there'll be a proportion of people that and let's be real here there's going to be a lot of you know people um spouting off oh there's a lot of opportunity in this and stuff like that right yeah a lot of opportunity but also there's a there's a lot of risk and it's really important that you are evaluating sort of where you are in that spectrum right because if you are in a situation and some people will be where you've been living month to month and there is a high level of risk and financial volatility, then you do need to, in many ways, shapes and form, um, You know, be proactive in terms of how can you generate revenue, safeguard revenue, et cetera, et cetera, and focusing on that. If you have got cash on hand and you have got that time and availability to do things, then look for the opportunity. But if your main focus right now is survival, there's nothing wrong with that. Do not, like, you're, you're going to get a lot of real, like, stupid, like, personal development-loaded young entrepreneurs and trainers saying, look at the opportunity. Like, you know, if you've got a fucking mortgage to pay and you got kids to look after, you've got to be proactive, right? right? It's only, to be honest, the opportunity in, in, in these situations is more predominantly whenever you get distance and perspective from a time period. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It can be quite hard for you to see the opportunity now amidst the chaos. Look at that, you know, it entirely on where you're at right now. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and this kind of does then just go like dovetail nicely into the next question, which is, you know, I think most people. If this is a, a two week situation, you know, it's like, oh, two weeks, you know, okay, some people lost their jobs, you know, there it is maybe a in a recession, or something like that. There's a lot of fear, right? But two weeks, uh, most people will be able to weather that. I think a lot of people, and again, it was reflected in the questions we got, um, are worried that if this goes on for four weeks, eight weeks, twelve weeks, you know, maybe even a few months on top of that, they don't really know how to go about you know keeping their business afloat and do they restructure their business do they move it all online like if they were an in-person trainer do they move all towards like home workouts like selling home workout ebooks or whatever i think there's a lot of fear around obviously the uncertainty of how long this is going to last so like exactly what you're saying like we don't want to be in this reactive you know emotional state when looking at the business like we want to look at it from the perspective of would I have done this if this wasn't the situation? Like, would I have done this with my business if this wasn't uh, the coronavirus, the fucking COVID-19, whatever, you know? Like, is this a good business decision overall, you know? So what would you recommend for people if this does start going beyond that kind of two-week, maybe four-week mark, if it starts going into that kind of eight weeks, 12 weeks, couple of months mark, like, how, how do people conceptualize what to do with their business? Yeah,
1: yeah. I suppose the big, big question is right now is how long is this going to last? And nobody has certainly, nobody has got control, right? So I think the... the is sort of like prepare for the... What, what, do I, what are my expenses going out? Like? Get really clear on that number. Uh, get really clear on what cash reserves that you have and get really clear on what revenue you can create, because let's face it, it's not like everybody's going to be locked in a house and be unable to leave. You're definitely going to be able to make sales. Like We had guys yesterday make sales uh, for six-month programs, three-month programs. I think the big, big shift is going to be in respect to keeping a community of people together, giving them leadership, giving them accountability, giving them mindset, um, and really just inspiring hope. But you've also got to be bear in mind that you as a personal trainer are not necessarily somebody focused in their life. You are skilled at uh, Whether that's keeping their immune system, up, whether that's giving them hope and inspiration, a lot of personal trainers are that, that vehicle, that body for many other clients. So I think, you know, I think sort of asking yourself sort of like how long do I need to prepare for this? What if it's three months, six months? I mean, what are your options? Your options are simple. Leverage into a Facebook group. Deliver it online. Deliver it digitally. Home workouts. Mindset. Community building. Keep going with that. Outdoor workouts. Limited numbers. Beach. um, Boot camp style stuff. Like that's really all that you can do in that respect. If you're, depending on who you are and what skills you have, you could write a book. You could write an ebook, You could create an online course. You could create a certification. Like, these are people with different sort of strings to their bows beyond personal trainers. Like, you know, a lot of people are going to be sitting at home. They want to consume information. It's not like it's Armageddon. It's at like the end of the world, right? I mean, you could create a course and build it as you go. You know what I mean? Like, you could really... A module where you're teaching, or you're teaching some kind of insight, and the way you would frame that is, this is going to equip you with these skills that you can use to help you with this, and also set you up for when you come out. right? Um, You know, and I think as well, like you know, out of all of this as well, it's going to it's going to you know massively promote um, connections, collaborations. I think people are going to get to spend some time with their family and their loved ones that they never really got. Um, so, you know, let's not just look at it from a business and a wealth perspective. Let's look at it from perspective. You know, normally in times of chaos, as well as well, it's normally when individuals find themselves mm-hmm. as well, and they get to ask themselves some proper questions when the shit hits the fan, right? You really get to reevaluate. Um, you get to really, really evaluate what's important in your life. And that then sets up the vehicle for a lot of other things. You may find in this that there's some personal trainers uh, or gym owners that have not been enjoying the career that suddenly get, fuck, this is my opportunity to go out. You may find that there's people in employment that go, fuck, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to be a PT, right? So, you know, it's going to take like a global reset, mm. you know,
0: but, yeah. I think it is, like, ultimately, like, and this, if everyone, whenever anyone says it, it always sounds so airy, wishy-washy, but right now, it's like, <clears throat> the most important thing is your mindset with this whole thing and I don't even mean that of like oh see this as an opportunity like how can you make money or whatever it's like no see this as an opportunity so that you can like you said this is a global reset we now have the opportunity to you know maybe change our path with our our business our career You know, maybe change our path with the, the structure of our lives maybe you realize you're like oh actually you know I really do love these people I would like to spend more time with them you know, I got two weeks of spending time with them. Maybe that would be a good thing if I could, you know, have two days off per week to spend time with these people that, you know, I haven't, I haven't seen my kid grow up for the last three years because I've been doing a hundred hours of uh, PT per week. You know, it's like, you know, those kind of things. I'm like, now is the time to get your mindset in a good place, like have a, a vision for you as an individual. And like, yeah, secondary to that is like have a mindset and a vision for your business you know but that's effectively just facilitating your growth as a, a human being like you know maybe your 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 overall vision and whatever is like i want to help as many people as possible and it's like okay if that's if that's truly what you say your your mission is it's like how do you now use this uh, global reset to actually set up a, a business set up a, a lifestyle set up your individual life to actually accomplish that you know because I think a lot of people are going to do a lot of yeah. self reflection over the the coming days and then realize they 're like, yeah fuck man my my life isn 't in a place that I wanted it to be, you know, and like i I always say it it 's like you, you can fail at what you don 't want, just as easy as you can fail at what you do want, you know so you, yeah. you might as well do the thing that you want to do like a lot of people like i know a lot of people that have had really good jobs like I one of my friends down the road he's a, a pilot right and he's lost his job now and like that was a good job he had been doing that for fucking years but his business now it's the travel industry you know he's out of a job you know and it's like and that was something he loved. but i can imagine if you are someone that's in a job that yeah it pays well it pays the bills whatever you don't really enjoy clocking in you don't want to do whatever and now you're left in a situation. It's like, yeah, you just got made redundant. And rather than just seeing all the negativity in that, and that's not to minimize the negativity in that, like obviously you have bills to pay family to feed, et cetera. But how do you use that? Like you always say, like, how do you leverage that into, you know, getting better going forward with this?
1: Yeah, hundred uh, percent. You know, a lot of opportunities are gonna be opened. You know, after this, the world still needs travel, the world still needs mm-hmm. let's look at the real A lot of businesses are wiped out, there's going to be considerably less competition for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if- considerably less competition for personal trainers, gyms, then that's going to make the business thrive again and people are going to have to wait. So like, you know, the industry was oversaturated. It it pretty pretty much is. It'll clean out it'll clean out a lot of trainers. Mm. And I you've got to face facts, there's no point in putting an airy fairy brush on it. It's survival of the fittest right now. Right? And the ones that are going to survive are the ones that are the ones building in the background, the ones strategically planning. And the ones that aren't making decisions out of fear, that are making decisions out of vision, not fear, Mm. you know? Like, you're going to get a few people that are going to shit themselves, but, like, I can urge everybody on this call, or everybody on this webinar, or everybody on this live thing, that if you're going to make a decision out of fear, you're fucked. If you make a decision out of vision, that's long game. That's the way to think as a seasoned entrepreneur. Mm. 100%. You know, like... Everybody seems to think acutely in terms of, like, expenses and, like, situations and not look at big picture. You know what I mean? Like, so being around people right now that are sharing ideas, that are collabing, that are, you know, driving community, that are doing the things that you want to do, that is essential right now. You're going to need that more than ever, right? Um, because outside of that, you're just left your
0: and that's on him, it's never accurate yeah, hmm. yeah 100% yeah. And this, is, this is actually something so, any any other pointers or considerations yeah just, just on that last point this is something I've seen like from like your your group your tribe whatever you can see individuals like banding together you can see them being like okay we have two weeks off how do we service our community how do we service e- each other you know like how do we keep make sure both our businesses are you know in a good place going forward and ultimately i'm like as i said earlier on i really enjoy how the the fit fam or whatever you want to call it have really like glued together come together at this time to help both the people that they're supposed to be serving but also each other you know and and ultimately like that's that is what we need to do at this time like again like yeah we want to clear out some of the well, the riffraff or whatever, you know, the, the lower level uh, trainers who, you know, just don't give a shit. They didn't have their business set up correctly because realistically, they just didn't give a shit, you know? But also we want to help the, the individuals that, you know, they- Well, I, I, think, I think a big, big, important point to, to, to
1: highlight on that, Patty, is like most people running a fitness business aren't entrepreneurs and don't have a, a, a business mindset. They literally fall in love with training and started charging for it, right? Like, let's be real here. So, you know, it's just highlighting the importance of building a great business, okay? And a business that has got the infrastructure and the foundations to last, right? You know, a business, anybody, like I put a post up the other day, right? Uh, anybody can do business. Anybody can set up a business and, you know, do, you know, run the business when the weather's good. It's only real pros that thrive in unfair conditions, that are able to outwit the storm. You know what, if you think about it, if you're building your business now and you're building all this infrastructure and systems into it, just imagine how impenetrable it's gonna be like in due course. You're gonna be able to handle more client volume, you're gonna be more market fluctuations um, and stuff like that. So like, you know, I just wanna inspire everybody on this that is worrying right now that, look, if you've got cash on standby, Really use this time wisely and stop thinking about revenue. Think relationships over revenue. Secondly, if you're in a situation right now and you don't have cash on standby, right, and you're on the bread line and you're worried about going under, first things first, get perspective. I think it's very easy for me to say don't panic and don't do this and that. First thing is to get perspective. Uh, One, you could have coronavirus and you could be in a lot worse situation. Two, you know, you could be in a tremendously worse situation with that. You could already be bankrupt. You could have a large team of people underneath you. So I think you've got to look at, right, what can I control right now, right? What can I do? What can I set up? What can I cut? What can I put off, right? When you go through the questions and start filtering, you're taking action instead of just freezing. And, you know, for those that are on the breadline and stuff like that, please appreciate that you're not the only person there, right? There are going to be certain buffers that are help from the government, as, as little as they may be. You've got to look at what can you utilize, what can you use. If you look at any great like leader or entrepreneur, they have all come from massive adversity, right? And I think the big thing that you've got to realize is that, look, once you've got love in your life, once you have got a bed to sleep in, a roof over your head, Uh, you know you've got some kind of connections and you've got food and water like everything else is entertainment uh, and realize that this is not permanent this Mm -hmm. is not permanent in your life and i know that that sounds quite broad but the reality is it's a very inter-individual situation i can't go into specifics for for that but you know um look at all the other stuff that's happened in your life and you're still okay so yeah
0: Yeah. And I think that's a a good place to kind of wrap it up unless you have any other questions that were asked on the Instagram live, or if there's any other topics that you want to just touch on before people go. And if there isn't. Yeah.
1: Um, We've had quite a few on this Instagram live. Um, But yeah, I think like
0: because it is a broad it is a broad thing like obviously like you can't dive into specifics and be like this is what you should do for your specific business like if that's the case people want that i'm sure they can <laughs> get a mentoring call with you and discuss that stuff you know not to be well, like yeah i mean
1: like you know like like my main focus right now is my tribe my my clients and making sure that they're protected making sure that they're safe and you know like i think the the big big like concern above everybody's head. And I have had, like, I have a lot of friends in different industries because I work in the business sector. And um, I've had friends from gym manufacturing companies um, with teams of 40 and 50. I've had restaurant owners, pub owners, all kinds of stuff like going Phil, fill. What the fuck? Like, like help. We're all in the same boat, yeah. right? Let's let, let, let's, let's, let's literally run through the facts right now to, to close this off. Facts and then perspective, right? So facts are this, Consumers are scared. The last thing that they're focusing on right now is a sex pack right? The first thing that they're focusing on is, how can I not get the coronavirus, give it to my mom, give it to my granny, and how can I stay alive? Mm. Number one. Number two, um, there is a potential for revenue to take a dip mm. at this moment. The reality is, zoom out, get perspective, stop thinking month on month. If you zoom in and get perspective and you look at any market, you're in the stocks and shares, you will know that there's volatility in it, right? If you're able to ride out a, vol- uh, a volatility and still operate and function, it builds mental maturity, calmness, and, and literally just focus. As an entrepreneur, if you think that your life is going to be like no challenge, all praise, all good, you're fucked, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're able to handle this rut and this volatility, Without a shadow of a doubt, you're going to be a stronger, smarter, more resilient entrepreneur. Mm. Number three, process leads to freedom. Look at your day right now. Are you waking up super reactive, going and like, getting your coronavirus updates off the Bible, right? You know, if you're going and doing that, then you're a fucking idiot. Guard your inputs like your life depended on it. So like my routine, like today, up first thing in the morning, um, I, I don't do any of this like five o'clock bullshit. Uh, I get up at half seven, just so that everybody knows, right? Because I go to bed a little bit later, and if I go to bed late, I'm not getting up at five o'clock. Fuck. Sometimes that changes. I get up in the morning, and the first thing that I do is I go for a walk or I go for a run. I think and I walk and I talk, right? So if you see me like at like eight o'clock in Hillsborough, like mm. just talking to myself, yes, right? I'm not on drugs, talking to myself. I'll then meditate for twenty minutes. I'll then journal my thoughts and map out my day. Sometimes I have the day mapped out the day before, but I'm a disciplined, not regimented person. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I don't like, if I find that I'm super disciplined, super regimented, and that goes off, it it affects focus. So I work on myself first before I get into my day. And then I've got checklists and tasks, and I make sure that I don't overload that. I make sure that I've got clear outcomes for the day, I've got clear people that I need to communicate. I've got clear metrics that I need to do for my own health. And I work through that. And I like to see things ticked off. In between, when I'm doing tasks, I don't dip into social media. One of the worst things that you can do is when you're in a period of focus, is having your phone beside you, is dipping into social media. And especially at this period of time, when you're sort of a little bit anxious anyway, and then you're dipping in, right? On top of that process, number four, number four. Get comfortable with losing clients. Get comfortable with potentially losing your business. Now, this is a more deeper mindset thing, but I've already worked on myself to the perspective of I'm comfortable with losing it all. Why am I comfortable with losing it all? That boils down to identity and who I am as an individual. I look at where I've come from and where I am now, and I've built it all with my own hands. Mm. I can do that again. So that's a really, really deep level of acceptance as to the situation. And I think everybody that's listening to this right now actually needs to go, am I comfortable with losing everything and rebuilding it? That's a true test of a leader, mm. a true test of a character, right? That's not uncomfortable or that's not comfortable and it's not something that we want. But let's face the facts here. There is a potential for loss and you have to get comfortable with that loss. Mm. You have to, again, operate from vision and not operate from circumstance. Yeah. It's as simple as that. There's a lot of people, when we talk about personal development, right, the, the the thing that really fucks me off about personal development is it's all like, read The Daily Stoic. Like, read Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. The last time I checked, there's a lot of fucking poor people in the world, right? <laughs> Here's what you need to do. You need to go through a chaotic, you need to go through a chaotic period in your life. You need to ask really good questions and you've got to feel it. Like Right? So this is where you get a lot of your, and it's so fucking easy to play the victim in all this stuff. Mm. Why has this happened to me? This isn't fair, etc., etc. right? You know, if people looked at actually what they had in their lives and actually dissected it, like, you know, we could be in Africa right now with weakened immune systems and a mud hut. Mm. right? You know, we could be in the middle of a political war, like you don't have a clue the other stuff that goes on the other side of the world, mm. right? So, like, just get really, really focused on where you're at. Um, The next thing is to keep around really good people. Keep around smart people, objective thinkers, right? Um, You know, I like to hear the good. and I like to hear the constructive, Hmm. right? I don't like to hear the yapping. Like, you know, I've got a lot of friends in America. We've got a virtual meeting later on today. And it's all about, right, How how can we do better? How can we resolve? How can we correct? How can we... That we utilize there's a different language spoke right um, number the other one is don't be afraid to have a like let off a bit of steam I think that you know to put on this whole macho sort of I'm not a fact that I'm going to get through. Opportunity, yeah that works for a while to vent a little bit don't be, don't be minimizing or criticizing yourself if you need to vent mm. right um You know, uh, let me think, use the time wisely, read, consume, sharpen the ax, Um, you know, look after your family, look after your parents, look after your loved ones, um, and ask yourself some deep, meaningful questions, you know, like I always ask the questions, how is this serving me, how is this making me better? Like I have that question tattooed in my soul, I ask that every time I run into a challenge. Right, and that's just on repetition. And there's a lot of people that aren't asking good enough questions right now. You know, there's, there's people that are, are, you know, I put up a post the other day, what is, he, what is this teaching here, what advantage is this? And you get like somebody coming, and there's no advantage in this, it's a worldwide catastrophe, whatever. I'm like, yeah, well, fuck your mindset's great. Mm. Yeah, it's like, what are you <laughs> gonna do with this, like? Yeah, like, fuck, you know, imagine being in your fucking household, right? Mm. Like, you know, I know that I want to be amongst fucking people that are going, how can we, how can we grow from this? How can we mm. be amongst those people? I want to be amongst people ending and doing fuck all, right? And there are people in far worse situations than us in the restaurant trade and the service trade, right? Like, I feel for those guys. Mm. And a big, big pressure there is, like, letting their team down because their team rely on them, and that's it. That's a challenging one, right? So, you know, look, we've got to – Get our perspective in shape. We've got to prioritize our daily actions, realize that process leads to freedom, and, you know, literally be comfortable with losing revenue and be comfortable with a quiet period, but also making sure that, look, we're not necessarily being, you know, we're not putting as many hours into the day or the week as we were during this time period. How can we actually rest or recharge or reevaluate or rethink, you know?
0: I I think, I think all of that is just good general advice. Like whether you are listening to this as like a a personal trainer, nutritionist, coach, whatever, but if you're just listening to this as a, a lay person as well, it's like, that's that sort of stuff. You need to do that at this time right now. Like you should be managing your inputs. You should be, you know, having some structure to your day. You should be doing all of the stuff you just said there, you know, and it's just good general advice. And it leads to you being a better human, full stop, full stop, not just, a better business person or whatever it's like and ultimately like that's what we're all here to do we just want to be a better human at the end of the day you know and if you can do something each day to get better it's like well that's you've won the day you know
1: yeah 100% 100% so guys look I hope that's been useful I hope there's been some nuggets in that um, and just general like you know whenever I do podcasts like this I, I want to portray thinking rather than just sometimes tactics
0: mm. So yeah, thanks so much for the opportunity. No problem at all. So where, where can people find you? Like I'm going to have it all linked below so you don't need to go in depth. But like, where are where, yeah. you? Where are you? This monthly
1: blogs on phil-green.com, uh, Instagram, philgramer1. Um, and we have loads of free resources for Fit Pros, webinars, downloadables, you name it. We're working on some stuff right now. So, yeah, phildigrim.com, fitness entrepreneur podcast, Phil on Instagram. Um, please feel free to follow all the stuff I put. Well, that's my main, main focus.
0: Perfect. And again, it'll all be linked below. So you don't even need to search it up. You'll just click the link below. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. Um, I hope you got something from that guys. And again, like your comments, your thoughts, whatever are always welcome. Wherever this, you're seeing this, viewing this, listening to this, you can get in contact with us and let us know your feedback. And I do genuinely recommend you know getting in contact with the likes of Phil and other people that are putting out good information at this time to help you ensure that you have a business in the the weeks months years to come you know because if you get it right now again like you weather this storm you've set yourself up in an unbeatable position because you know this is probably the biggest thing you faced and if you can beat this it's like that's that's a confidence booster at the very least you know and anyway i'm just gonna wrap this up here and i hope you all got something from that guys